Okay, good, mor good morning. <clears throat> good morning. So, this will be part four and the Mitzvah, the final part, at least at this uh, stage, about the Rishimu. The Rishimu. And I want to just tie together a few uh, key points and also introduce from the Rebbe something on this that we didn't really discuss. So I'm not going to sum up all the three uh, three previous parts, but I'll just say briefly so we have a little flow that the Rishim was one of the sugyas where you see in a very visible way how it evolved and was nostalgic from the time of the Arizal all the way through all the Rabbeim with each Rebbe literally adding something to it. And we come away with a very much broader picture and the significance of the Rishimu in the whole Tachlis uh, Habriya and Kavonas Habriya. So uh, briefly, it begins, of course, with Arizal, the Tzimtzum Arishin, which itself is a Chiddush of the Arizal, and that we discussed in previous Shirim about the Tzimtzum. Until the, the, the language in Chassidus is that Haramak lo yoda me'inyan atzimtzum. Ramak, who was a contemporary and a great Mukubal himself, did not know about the Tzimtzum. And in some places it even says that the Mukubalim before that Arizal did not know about the Tzimtzum. So the whole Kabbalah obviously was understood very differently before that Arizal and after that Arizal. But the Tzimtzum comes together with what is called the Rishimu, the Loshan of the Haggah in Eitzus Chaim, Alter Rebbe brings in Lukutetere in the Hesophis of Bechu Kesai, that the Loshan is Cholol Lav Davke. So in the language of the Arizal, Cholol, that left us empty space, says Lav Davke empty, meaning not really completely empty. So something did remain. But what remains is very mysterious because we know that Arizal made it very clear that nothing could remain because it would be too overwhelming for existence. That's why you need a Simpson Arish in the first place. So this question, what remained exactly, is remains mystery in mystery until, as I said, the generations that explain it further. I didn't do complete research. I have not found other Mukabalim. Talk about Simpson Kipshute, not Kipshute is discussed by all the Mukabalim after the Ariza. But the Rishimu is not as quietly, quite as much discussed. But then we jump straight to the Altar Rebbe, who does begin to explain it with different examples. And then the Mitla Rebbe and his former Shalim, the Rebbe Rashab explains that. This is all summing up what we've learned. And then the Rebbe Marash's Chidush, that the Simpson Leinoga. And what that means, and how the Kapister disagreed. So we discussed that last week more at length. But what comes out of all of that, of all the different things I just mentioned, is that the Rishim has two things to it. You know, initially it sounds like Rishim, okay, it's a trace, like the Tzamech Tzadik's Moshul. You write something on paper, then you erase it, so a trace remains. But that has complications if a trace remains, because if a trace remains, then something is there. So what does that mean? That's why the Rabbeim take it further and says it's not just a trace and all the different examples for a trace, which is 
a kitzer, Al says, or a map, or a, a simon or a remez, where the former shalom. So they, the Rebbe Rashab especially, and firstly the Rebbe Marash, and the Rebbe Rashab elaborate that the, the Shima really means two things. One is the Shimu is because it's the Kayach HaGvul of Ein Sof, but before the Tzimtzum was completely concealed in the presence of Bligvul. So that's called Asius. That's why it's Asius at Shimu. But the Asius are completely, as I said, an in, invisible, so to speak, before the Tzimtzum. So this Kayach HaGvul, the Tzimtzum, concealed the Erah Bligvul, and what's left is at Shimu. Why is it called Rishimu? Not because it's a trace. Because Gvul, the Gaba Bligvul, is like a Rishimu. It's only like a little corner, so to speak. Bligvul encompasses everything. Gvul is able to saying from the infinite possibilities, let's say spheres and kets, I'm choosing ten spheres. So that's that's eiragvul, kaiyachagvul. So that's the rishima. In other words, is the language shedesh hakelim, is the root of the kelim, which is rooted lifnat simsum, not the kelim are root. The kaiyachagvul that the eibush has kishem sheyesh the kaiyachem bebiltibalgvul. Just as he has the power to create the infinite, he has the power to create the finite. And what's the finite? So generally it says the ten spheres. But more specifically, it also includes the Kayachagvul, which is the power for an identity called the Kalim, that they will be able to contain Chesed, Vura, Teferis. So it's not just enough to have Eira Chesed and Eira Gvura and so on, but you need a container. In this world, for example, you need Neshama Beguf. It's not just enough to say it's the Neshama of a human being and not the, not the Ruach or not the Nefesh of an animal. It also needs a physical keli. What did they wish to do? Hashem came offer minahadoma. You need offer. That's the keli. And in it, he put a neshama. So where does that come from? It can't come from the oil, as we discussed, because the neshama is not the root of uh, the goof. Or the oil is not the cre- is not the source of the keli. It brings it alive. And they work together closely. So where's the keli? That's Shere Shakeim. That's the Rishimu. Going back to Kayach Agvul, Lifniat Simpson, Acherat Simpson, the era Bigvul is concealed. So that's what means the Shimu, when it says Lav Davke, it doesn't mean there's an Oyer there. The problem would be if there's an Oyer that remains after the Simpson. This all negates that possibility. But to say that something remains that's completely Behelem, which is called Kayach Agvul and will be activated once the Oyer Hakav enters the picture, that fits perfectly. And that's exactly what Darizal came to say. So at the end of the day, the Rebbe Rasha puts it very clearly, as I explained last week, that that he, he looked through the Maimorim of the Rebbe Rasha, starting from Tafresh Mem Gimel, when he became Rebbe, and all the way to, through Ayin Beis, you see literally how what he said, the earlier Maimorim become like a fact later. He just says, you do it, that's how the case is. You might see that, that in Tafresh Mem Gimel or, or other Maimorim earlier years, the Rebbe Rasha says, Yeshlemer, Ula Yeshlemer, that there's two things in the Shimu. One of them is the Nekudus Shimu, which is the Kayach HaGvul. But in it, remember, it's the Ebershter's Kayach HaGvul. So Behelem lies the whole Eide and Sof Lifniat Simpson. That's why the Alter Rebbe says, the Loshen, that the Rishimu Kailelas HaKail, this is Tereer Noyach. That's where the Tzamech Tzadik says, Tzarechiyan, what does that mean? The Kav we know is higher than the Rishimu. Comes the Rebbe Marash and says, to explain the Alter Rebbe, Kailelas HaKail, this second aspect of the Rishimu, and that's where he says, Simpson. That's why you could say, So if you want to put it like, uh, if you want to visualize it, you could say that a Shimu is like a, um, an alien that remained after the Simpson from before the Simpson, but it's completely concealed and, not, and doesn't affect the, the creation of existence 
until the, the kav comes into play and comes into uh, so-called energize it. But it's there. And what does it contain? Just like Lifnat Simsum, the Eid HaBligvul contains the Eid HaGvul and the Keich HaGvul. The Achlat Simsum is the exact opposite. You, you conceal the Eid HaBligvul, so the Keich HaGvul of the Rishimu contains Behelem, everything, including the Eid HaBligvul. That's the so-called Maskona, so to speak, the conclusion how the Rebbe Rashab explains it based on the Rebbe Marash. And I quoted, I read some of those Lashenists in Ayin Beis, especially in Cheli Gimel, he says it as, as clear as it. As a matter of fact, when you look at Cheli Gimel, and that's where I want to, I'll continue from there. In, uh, in, in Cheli Gimel, if you want the Marmikemis, I posted it all back a few weeks ago. So let's just look at it. Just give you the pages. So two places in Cheli Gimel, which I'm actually teaching now in uh, another shir I give every morning in Ayin Beis. Okay. Ayin Beis is page Aleph Reish Samaches and Reish Samachtes. That's 1268 and 1269. And page Aleph Shin That's 1330. So it's in the last volume, which is also interesting because Ayin Beis Chele Gimel is like from the later Maimorim and Chele uh, Shlei Nemar. But there the Rebbe Rasha makes it very clear. And there he really drives the point home that I said last week. I didn't really... Emphasizing in Ayin Beis, but the point is, there he says, of Kamina. So what's, okay, all, at the end of the day, so what do we come away with? We come away with that since Asius had a Shimele So in other words, you have a pure relic, if you wish, or like a fossil of Lifniat Simpson that's not affected by Simpson, Lachadat Simpson, that changes the whole picture. That means that when the Aveda will be done, and remember, it has to be Aveda and it has to be Giluyim. It's not enough. It's that's not enough to say, for example, the Shadish Haguf, that the body is rooted in Atmos. That's true. The Alter Rebbe writes that in the Gerasakedish Simachov, but that's a, a dormant state. You can't do anything with that. You have to have an Ashama that comes into the body, and gives it Chayes and directs it what to do, or else the body will follow the Nefesh Abamis, and follows Teira and Mitzvahs, and all that refines and Mizachich, and refines and elevates the body. And now you can be Megala. That's how Chassidus puts it, the Kayacha Atzmus in the Guf. No one ever says that you start with that. It's there. But that's why we work within the Guf. And that's why the Tachas HaKavon is in the Shama Guf. But to say that the Guf initially is higher than the Neshama, we don't say that. But the Guf has in it Behelem, exactly like the Rishimu. So you can basically say our physical body is like the Rishimu. I mean, it's not, we don't call it the Rishimu, but it has that property that it has everything in it, but it's completely, so to speak, asleep and dormant and no gilui, and you need to be megala at all. Even the, the, the Alta Rebbe says in Perik Dal and Tanya, that even the neshama, the neshama, not just the goof, does, is low, is in certain ways the levushim of Machshava Dibra Maisa, that do tell mitzvahs, he says is geveya melemaila maila, a from the of the neshama. That means even chelika lekam and malmamish, in some way, is lacking something that Torah Mitzvah adds, and that is the gilu of Achdus of Israel Kuchibrichu. I'm sorry, Raisa Kuchibrichu Kulachad. I'm not going to go into that right now. So even the Neshama needs Torah Mitzvah to come alive and the, to be united with Elokus. Because if not, you could argue the Neshama comes down Lamata, the Guf is Mushish and Asmus, the Neshama is a Chelikalikamamus. Why do we need Torah Mitzvah altogether? Just walk you, travel through earth, and then you're. you're, you're a piece of God inside your body, which is also created by God. 
What's what be that's a clutch kasha? What would you answer to someone so and asked you that? Yeah, that's all good. That's uh, it's that way, but you have to bring it out. Begoli, a person <laughs> you have to be the whole kavon of dira betachtenim is not that be'etzem tachtenim is musha shenatzmus, but it comes out dira begoli that a person is walking and talking a bottle and he's. Basically, the arms and legs of godliness in this world, which requires Tere mitzvahs. You have to be a Baal Chesed, and a Baal Zdaka, and a Sisro, and all the mitzvahs. You take away the mitzvahs and Tere, so the Neshama Guf, yes, they both are divine, because Abishta created everything. But it remains concealed, and the whole purpose of Avedis Hashem is unnecessary, because you're already there. I mean, this is the basic answer. Sometimes you have to spell it out. But to go back to what we're talking about in the Sheder Shanyanim, the Rishimu, so in Ayim Beis, what he says there, when he finally finishes the whole theme that he talks about how you connect and interface Elokus and the Metzias Elamis, which is the Yisod of Chsidis Achdus Hashem Achad, so he uses the pasuk V'yedaita Yem V'ashavesa Levavecha Kiavayu Alekim Shemayim Emal V'Alaretz Metachas Ein Oid. And there in Ayim Beis and Chelik Beis and Chelik Gimel the Alter Rebbe Rashab, hundreds of pages literally dissects every word. What does Vyadaita mean? What means Hayyim? What's Vashavesalvecha? And what is Hashavayulakim? Bishamayim Mimal or Smitachas. Briefly, it's all about Ahdus, Havayuakim. That even in Shamay Mimal, which means in the in Elmisalyanim, and even Ma'orat Smitachas down below, that there's an Ahdus between the Lakus that's higher than existence and Lakus that's within existence, which is briefly Havaya and Alakim. But that only tells us. That with this, the, that telemato can be a keli telekus. So the, then the Rebbe Rashab continues. What does ein oid come to add? Everything is there in the pasuk already. What's missing? So he says ein oid comes to add that even the very helam itself, even the kelim themselves are not just kelim to elikus. They themselves are elikus. He says lali that the cheshech itself, the helam itself. Is also kayacheliki, and it explains that with this concept of the rishimu, that the rishimu itself is not just a keli that will be megala, the kav and the erein sof lifnei simsumot ultimately, but the rishimu itself is a kayacheliki, and even more than that, in a certain way, it's even higher because leinogabat simsum, because all the keli doesn't have the mile of gilui, but has the mile of etzem. The etzem is in there. Kailil hakail in the lotion of the Alter Rebbe. So the Rebbe Rashab says, so the Isi Yisrimele Nogabai Matzimtzum was not just a, a nice answer from the Rebbe Marash to explain the Alter Rebbe. It actually is a Yisidistic principle that really tells us that this world, it, it itself, ultimately we will see the Elokus in Gashmi Sa'elam Mamish. Not just as Gashmi is a Keli Turuchni. That's a critical thing. No, it's just not the goof. You could say, you know what, today the goof has its own agenda. And time, sometimes it listens to the neshama, and the sometimes it doesn't. And you can say, fine. The goof will be completely mezuchach, refined. All it will do is follow what the Ebrishter wants. But that's not, the Chesidus goes a lot deeper. Because really, if you ask, that, ask the question, so in other words, you're telling me that the whole Aveda for thousands of years, it's all that sought us was just to achieve what? That the goof should no longer be a master. So in a sense, we're going back to square one. That's how it was before creation, what we accomplished, really. So Chassidus says, no, there's a major Chiddush. 
Now we have a new thing that was never existent even before Chetet Tzadas, and that is that the Gashmis itself, the Guf itself, because of the Shimel Inogabat Simsum, and once it was activated, and now you have the Giluyim of Eiris that come from the Kav in the Kalim and so on. So it's not just that the Guf is a, a transparent channel for Elokus. And the Rebbe emphasized not Ene Bosar, Bosar itself will see. Which means it doesn't say the Bosar will see what the Neshama sees. The Bosar itself will see the Kayach Eliki in the Kayach Agvul, which in some ways is even deeper than the Kayach Aplikvul, because as we discussed, for the Ebishter to, to be Magbil takes more Kayach than to be Megala. Like you see a Chochem, Stiogle Chochem if someone has something to say, it's harder for them to restrain themselves than to speak. So the same thing, Lamaila, Kavyochel, the Kayach Agvul, or the Kayach Simsum, has a power that's even greater than the Kayach Gili. But ultimately, it's a combination of both. So what you see from this, that the Rishimu becomes not just a, a, a sugya, it becomes a fundamental piece. And what we've discussed when we, in the previous year, I spoke about the difference between Simpson Kipshute and Nat Kipshute, and how that affects basically the shit hashkof of of chesidus chabad that we go out to the world we don't avoid the world but now it's deeper it's actually necessary to transform gashmias because without that you don't get the ein aid and that's ultimately the hisof of ein aid over havayo lekim havayo lekim as the rebbe rashab says is still okay lekim will be a keli be megala havaya shemeshemogan hashem lekim in general. Elikim is the mogin, like he says, not the Sharikh Vamuna, like conceals Elikus, or at least channels Elikus, the Tsimtsum. And Ainaid is deeper that, that the Tsimtsum itself is Megala Elikus in the full fashion, fullest way possible. So it's a whole other take on Dirabitahtainim, really, much more than just that we Megala Elikus in this world, that the world itself. And that way, that's why Ainaid, because then you don't have any smidgen, nothing has remained, everything is covered. Even the helm itself is also elikus, but of course you can't begin with that because that's like saying golus is elikus. You don't say that. You say that there's elikus in it, and it's beetsim, and now we have to reveal it. So you have to always keep in mind that it's not enough to just to give an example. You know, one of the big challenges, and many ways why the first misnagdim uh, post chsidis l'shem shemayim, the ones that did it l'shem shemayim, because they were afraid. They saw maybe they, they, the Jews were just coming from a Shabbat Tzvi uh, tragedy, and there was a Jacob Frank, and there were all these uh, charlatans that were using Kabbalah and Chassidus and Chassidus Kabbalah for very distorted ways, which is why my Kabbalah Bechlal was always learned in a very discreet way, only liyachid and so on. Even when the Rizal said Mitzvah Legal Zeis Achachme, it's also it wasn't like. And as a matter of fact, the famous story that when the, when the Alter Rebbe started being Megalach Siddhis in ways that everybody could understand, there were Siddhim that cried because they saw that this Evan Yokar, the Alter Rebbe's muscle, of course, is the precious stone, the most precious stone of the king's, uh, the king's crown. But because of Pekuach Nefesh, his son is dying, the famous muscles. So you do anything, even you destroy, even you destroy, you, you, you will crush the stone and use the powder to save the child. But that doesn't mean that you uh, laugh about it. That's a Pekuach Nefesh state. You cry. So there was an element of like so-called the pristine, the pureness of Primus Atera, now would be so-called widely distributed, could be abused and misunderstood. And indeed it was. And this was one of the Nekudas. I just want to explain how the Shima comes into play here. So without going into details, 
especially the Frankisten they were called, Jacob Frank. So he was in Europe. There's another type of Shabtai Tzvi, but much worse in many ways. Or worse, I mean, I'm not going to start comparing. But he, in his, in his distortions and his way of misusing Kabbalah, decided since in Kabbalah there's all the union of Yehudim and Zivugim and so on, and the Basemta was so makbid, so the half-ship Megash Miyusim, that it shouldn't be taken literally because it could be misunderstood. So he claimed that since we're in the time of Mashiach and Geula, so you could have all kinds of things. You can do everything. You could break Teda. I mean, I, again, I don't want to be graphic, but he had ran orgies. He did whatever called David Osir on the name that being finding other course. Where's the deepest other course? And Shalosh Klippesat Meis. So why not go there and, and dig it out and elevate it and bring Mashiach? So what's, I mean, anyone that knows a little chassidus knows, what's the problem with that? Yes, we do say the deepest elikus, but it's off limits. The way you mevade it is by not going there, through the because that's the kavon. If Rahman al-Etzlan, someone by either whatever they didn't know, or even deliberately, and then they do tshuva, so there is a back door, as Al-Tareb explains in Patek Zion, Tshuva Ma'ava, that you can make Zdenas Naslei Kezochis, but not Lechat Because then you're not being mevaded at all. Punk Faket, you get caught in the, what Al-Tareb says, Osr Bideyachetzeinim, Osr V'Kosher Bideyachetzeinim. That's why it's Osr. So instead of you elevating it, it's just going to pull you there. But if you misunderstand, you can say, what do you mean? Kayach Atzmus. Where's the deepest Atzmus? The more the Yesh, the more the, more Atzmus. Or more the atzmi. So you see that that's why you have to be extremely careful when you talk about these things. Yes, that a shima has all this, but not without ayr and kav. That would be like a person saying, I don't have to follow the neshama or teir and mitzvah, so I'll follow whatever my goof wants. And I have keich atzmus at work. So it's not just a matter of, uh, of a keich, it's a matter of also doing what the Ebrister wants you to do. And it's not like you're saying, okay, I'll hate everybody. Why do I have to have Avis Yisrael? Because the biggest Giluim in Elokus is in, uh, in hating everyone. I mean, understand how absurd this can become. Now, if you mix in a little Tivus of the Yitzhahara, and you know a little Kabbalah, you can Fakrich and Nechvezvu. You know, completely misunderstand it and destroy it. And that's, that was a real legitimate concern um, by everybody. So you could imagine, those that didn't know what Chassidus was yet, and they see what's going on, and you see Chassidim, and some Chassidim did behave not necessarily always in a responsible way. Not Chazasholim, we're talking about like this. So you can understand why some people would have had resistance. The Rebbe's Nukudah is that, okay, fine. There was a Chashash at the time, but now you see that Alta Rebbe and Chassidus Chabad, other Rebbe, brought much more Yiddish Shemayim. It's not Chazasholim, Chassidus did not come to compromise Halacha in any way. And you could see clearly, I mean, you see in the Rebbe Sichas, you see in the Hagor, every time that a Dakastik Inyan like Sholshkup Satmeyas has the deepest Netsutsis, was always extremely careful how you wrote it, because you can't leave an impression that that's that's a place to go to. Yes, it's there, but there's different ways of how you mevaded it. So it's important to keep this balance that de- as deep as the Rishima is, that even the Reb Marash when he writes Le Nogabat Simpson, he says right away in Giluyim the Kav is higher, but in Atzmi the Rishima has a higher Koyach. So that's the combination of Eira and Keli and Shima and the, and the Eiras. Um, I will just refer you to a siche, very beautiful siche in Chelik um, Tazayin. So the Rebbe made a sima chagiga, I think it was Tavshalam Aleph. So the Truma siche in Chelik Tazayin is the Nigla part. And I think Vayakel, 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 I think Vayakel 
is the chassidish part. It's like they're, they're two different sikhs, they're both from the same seum. The second one, he talks more in Primis Hatayr, chassidish, and he talks about what, we, what I just discussed, but in, in the more, more uh, Balbatish Asius, like what's higher, Tayr and Mitzvahs, or Tayr and Shuva, or Tayr and Mitzvahs Nefesh. So on one hand, it says places that the Tayr is higher. You can say Talmud Godel, Shemevil De Maisa. So Talmud is greater than, than Maisa. On the other hand, it says that Mitzvahs are greater. So he talks a lot about this topic that Tayr is like Eir. And mitzvahs are like kalim. So if you talk about the Gagav of Oyer, Tater is higher. The of kalim, mitzvahs are higher. But then he goes deeper and he says that even the Gili and Milo of kalim, how do you know there are, there's a mitzvah? You have to learn Tater. So even knowing the Milo of mitzvahs over Tater also comes through Tater. Because Oyer is always the carrier ultimately of what the Abishta wants. So even if the, he doesn't use Ezeshimu and, and Kavu and these things, I'm just equating the two. So even if you understand that a shima and the deepest power, you still must have a kav and giluim. Or else, if there was no kav that followed the tzimtzum and the shimu, we would have nothing. Yes, we'd have a chol and makampani. In it lies a very powerful force called a shimu, but it would never be activated. It would be like a sleep. So you must have the kav, and then the kav, so to speak, brings alive the shimu, and then the is, and then comes the ishtalshulis and the siur ishtalshulis. Each level of ak. Akudim, Nakudim, Vrudim, all the way to Edis and Kalim and Atsilis, and then the rest is history, Briya, Tsiasiya, and the world that we know today. So the fact that the Sherish Kalim or the Kehagvul is such a powerful thing, yes, that's correct. But it's Behela. That's its whole power that it's Behela. And now it has to come out Bigili. So that Sikha gives also context that could be helpful here. Okay. So let's move now to this uh, final thing I want to address, which is I did not find from the Friedrich Rebbe, actually, even though he does quote some of these ideas from the Rebbe Rashab, I'm sure there's a Chiddush there. I just didn't see it yet. I'm sure that since all the Rabbeim adds something, I'm sure the Friedrich Rebbe adds something. I just didn't find it. So maybe if, when you're learning some Mamorim, you see the Sinyan, you may find a Diuk here and there. But the Rebbe does address this in a few places, and I want to talk about that now. And the, first of all, just the Maramukhamus. So let's begin with a Maimer in Ranat, a Cholzu, famous Cholzu Ranat, that the Rebbe Rashab said, was given out as a Kuntris. So it's one of the Maimorim that we have, thank God, full of Ha'oris of the Rebbe on it. When a Cholzu came out, I think it was in the Shins. So the Rebbe was, of course, the publisher, Kohos. And many Maimorim, the Rebbe added notes, some small notes, sometimes more at length. And Cholzu has some long Ha'oris. There's a whole Ha'ara there which I have a copy of, so I'll tell you what page it's on. <coughs> it's in Ranat, Sef Mamorim Tafresh Test, page Ayin Zayin. So I don't, I'm not sure what page it is, but it's the middle of a Cholso. So I'm going to read it. And it's one of these uh, very rare orders from the Rebbe, because the Rebbe brings things that are not brought anywhere else in Chassidus, and from other, from uh, which is also a Chiddush, who was a Chaver and then a Baal Plukta with a Mittler Rebbe, but he was one of the great Talmidim of the Alter Rebbe. And then the Rebbe in Tav Shemem Hay, actually, even though he didn't refer to this note, but he referred to the same in Yonim, the famous Sugi that you may have heard of, is there, are there Tzimtzumim before the Tzimtzum Arishin? Because generally when we say Tzimtzum Arishin, as the name implies, it's the first Tzimtzum Arishin. 
And yet we find in Kabbalah Tzimtzumim before the Tzimtzumadishan. And the Rebbe said then, it's very rare, there are only very few places that Chassidus Chabad refers to it. And it's negated to this topic, as you'll see shortly. So that's the first thing I'm going to do. Then there's two sikhs from the Rebbe. One is uh, Shabbos Pasha Truma Tav Vov. And one is uh, Shabbos Pasha Azinu Tav Shemamet Ches. That's the two, uh, these are the three places I found from the Rebbe directly about the Rishim. He did mention it in my modern. It's not the only time the Rebbe mentioned it, but there is the Rebbe adds to it. And when you look at the whole context, you can see the Rebbe's Esophis on the Rebbe Rashab and Rebbe Marash and the earlier Rebbe. So I'll begin with uh, this, this footnote. It's a little dense. So I'll just, I'm not going to, I don't know if I'll have time to explain every line. You can learn it yourself, but Kapon Benigeli Yoneinu. So the Rebbe's, the, the Rebbe's Ha'ara is on the words where the Rebbe Rashab writes like this. Okay, so that we all know. It's Chaim, before the Tzimtzum, the Eden Sof, the Tzimtzum Mokim Pony, the space that the Tzimtzum created before that, meaning conceptually before, means it's right now that way as well. There's a Darga like that. Then he continues. Let me just jump to what I want to put. And then after this area itself, the Abish to conceal that air. It's always important as Atsme does not mean Atmos, because as we learned, Simpsum did not affect Atmos. Khazbashalam, even Uyr, it's only not Kipshute. But the language is Simpsum Atsme, S Atsme, Vinistalika Eir Hadishan, Vinichlo Baatsmusain Sof, the Lay Nishirak Rishim Ma Eir Hadishan, Bikinis Nakuda Achas, Kinakudas, Kinakuda Diyud. So the Rebbe Rashab says, and nothing remained except a Rishim from the Eir Hadishan. So right here, first of all, Sarashim sounds clearly a trace from the Ur. No mention of Kalim here. Or Sherisha Kalim. That's what he says. And, and Sanakuda Achas like a Yud. The Nakuda Zu, Kalelas Kol Masha Efshaliyas Bob Sadir Stalshlus, Shizel Mashanisha and Nakuda, Lachrat Simpson Lias the Eradition, Efshal Elmis Lakabal. So it all remains in this concentrated Nakuda. Okay. And then again, he brings um Okay, so the Rebbe jumps on these lines, comments on these lines, and he says, Reshem Sayud. So he says, Oh, one more line, one more thing I wanted to bring. Then he says this line. I'm trying to find where it is exactly. Reshem. The line here, the Kudus Hadeshim, the Nimshach Memenu Hakav. That's the key thing. It says one more thing here that from the Nimshim came the Kav. Now, that we all know the Kav comes from the Eden Sof, if not Simpson, not from the Reshim. So the Rebbe has two orders here that discusses this point. So I'm going to sum up what the Hadeshim say. That's Nigel Yonenu. So the Rebbe says that maybe this Yud. He's referring to Al-Pi Kabbalah, what it says in certain, in the Rebbe, the Mitla Rebbe talks about it, 
But here's the lesson I want to quote. It says like this. That it seems, the Rebbe says, that there's two different Rishimus. There's the Rishima that we know, which remains after the Tzimtzum. And the Rebbe says, Bezal Loshen. That in Kabbalah, in Emek HaMelech, remember the Emek HaMelech was one of the sources for the Rishimus. So he says, there he says, there's Rishimus Shel HaMalbush. HaMalbush means the one that dresses up in the, gar- in the garment. There's Rishimus the Malbush. And the Rebbe says, so in other words, suddenly a new mokim pony is introduced, which we never heard of before. Well, we know there's a tzimtzum and there's a, it leaves a space. And then the Rebbe says, so the Rebbe says clearly that based on this word, this Nakuda that you say it's a Rishima from the Eir, that you're talking about a different Rishima. Until now, we didn't discuss two Rishimas, but in Kabbalah, clearly, it appears there's a second level of Rishima. And that was a Rishima that remained before the Tzimtzum, not the Rishima that remains after the Tzimtzum. Without going into all the details, it basically means that in the process, Lifunat Tzimtzum, when the Koyach HaGvul began to be activated, there's something there, there's also two Dargis. And the Rebbe says clearly that it's talking about a different Mokim Pony. And there it's Veloshin, he says, Now, that's a critical point. Why? Because that is Al says in Eitz Chaim, he asked the question, why is the Tzimtzum an eagle like a circle? Like, why, the all be why is it not like a ribua, like a square? And the Arizal answers, because if it would have been like a square, a square has, is not equal. The center inside of a square is not equally distant from all the sides. In a circle, where you are inside, you're equally distant because it's a, a, a uniform circle. What's wrong if it's not, it's not equal? So he says, then there wouldn't be the true structure of Ishtashal the way it's supposed to be. The Abishta wanted that should be, first of all, everything has direct access to Eden Sof equally. Then he sends the kav that creates a structure, Maila Mata. If there would be a square, there'd be parts inside of the square, meaning in Ishtashos that are closer to Ein Sof than other levels. And that's not the kavon. So then what does it mean here? There's a Tzimtzum B'derech Merubah. So Kabbalah and Rabbi Anas Trashele is the only one that actually brings it in, so-called from Chassid Chabad, says there's another Tzimtzum that has a different purpose, and its purpose is to create the Kayach HaGvul. Because Meruba is more gvul, eagle is more bligvul. Because eagle, everything is equal. It's like a bligvul, like sevev, that everything is equalized. Uh, Rebua, by definition, means structure. Because a ribua means there's four sides, and it's not equal, like I just said. So that means there's another shimu that we're not talking about in Chassidus. That's what the Rebbe introduces here. That's number one. The second point is the second footnote that I mentioned. Let me just look at it with that. That the that the kudush and the Rebbe says, "Lochele ain't a mover. Hariyakav nimshach my eagle agodl." Why does he say that the kav comes from the rishimu? The Rebbe elaborates. And the only question is, does it come from the level of shaloi gia ba'atzimtzum or gia ba'nogba'atzimtzum or not? 
And the Rebbe answers like this. Avla kavona kan shakav In other words, not that it's rooted in the Rishimu, it's just traveling through the Rishimu. That's how the Rebbe explains his pshat. So in other words, it's not a stira. It's rooted in air, because kav is air. So it's rooted in the air before the Rishimu and the, and the Tzimtzum. But it goes through the Rishimu, in other words, it's affected by the Rishimu. This too, does not, I've not seen that in any of my modern, but that's how the Rebbe says it here. Okay. So why have come all of this? So in the Sikh of, of Truma Memvov, here's what the Rebbe says. It's very interesting. The Rebbe touches it very balabatish and very practice in a very practical way. Heira says, what's the Heira of uh, the union of the Tzimtzum and then the Rishimu? And the Rebbe says, he gives an example in, in every morning when we daven. He says, the union of the Tzimtzum is Kabbalah sale. That you put yourself aside, just as the Ebrister was mitzamtzum ere, and put his air all the way aside in order to create existence. So we too, similar to what it says in Tanya in Perik Memches, Memtes, Memtes, Kemayim Aponim Leponim, that we too put ourselves aside and um, put all the air of our lives aside in order to be Kabbalah Seel Machos Basically, Tzimtzum is the Ian of Bittel in Aveda. So the Rebbe explains it. However, if you only have Bittel, you could also become an Eskupa Hanidresses which means like a doormat. Like a, uh, a scoop and a dress literally means like a, a shvel. How do you say it in English? By, uh, by a door. The, how do you say shvel? Huh? Huh? A threshold. You know, so in other words, you could become like a doorstep, a, a stepping stone, or not a stepping stone, I'm sorry, a, uh, a doormat, I said, because bitl, without any mitzias, people can step all over you. So that's where the reshima comes into play, that Iran the Simpson is not It's not total bitl. You have to have, like it says sometimes, that even a Talmud Chochem has to have shminis, shabishminis. You have to have some identity. It's not total, utter, uh, complete nullification. So the Rishimu is the Indian that by that not just a person is just bottle and humble and modest, he also has to have pride. I'm talking about holy pride. Well, you have take if you have a sense of person, a sense of um, confidence and a sense of direction. You're not just in the corner and everybody steps all over you. That's how the Rebbe teaches Simpson and Hashim. So even though the Rebbe didn't connect it to these others, it seems a fact that the Kav, that the Rebbe says, goes through the Hashim not just straight from the Eagle Agadol, straight from Oyer into existence, means that the, both the, the Shimu has something to contribute and even in that sense, that because even though at that point the Rishim is still concealed, but the fact that it exists tells you that the Tzimtzum was not total. There was always room for existence to be. Like the Rebbe says, that's not enough just to have Bittl, but you also have to have Mitzis. So this is a suffer from the Rebbe that's pretty obvious. It makes it more an Avedadik, it may, may be more practical in some ways, but it definitely adds to the whole picture. But another thing that I wanted to point out and this I've not seen anywhere, just my own thinking when I read this harder from the Rebbe. Why is the Rebbe pushing this idea? Nowhere else Chassidus talks about another Rishimu or another Mokim Pone. So it could be 
that this is a shimu that is not brought in chassidus, maybe they're nagabahat simsum. Because there, it has a different function. So in a way, what the Marabba Marash was talking about was that a shimu, as we know it, the, the famous shimu, so to speak, that comes after the simsum, and that remains intact. Alter Rebbe says, But as far as the idea that some places it's mashma that simsum did have an effect, the, the, the Shimon that ever refers to what he called with the Simpson Meruba, the one that's connected more to the Kayach Agvul Lifnat Simpson, maybe there yeah, no Gabbat Simpson. It doesn't say this explicitly. I'm not sure if that's correct, but possibly. I'm not here also to defend the Kapistan, but then it would also fit that maybe what he learned, that he learned in my modem was based on the understanding, because he brings a lot from Emek uh, HaMelech and Absarel Sarug, that Kabbalah, in referring to all of this. Chassidus, even though it refers to Emek HaMelech, but Chassidus goes a lot farther than the Emek HaMelech. So if you learn the Emek HaMelech without the Chassidus Chabad, you come away that maybe the symptom did affect the Rishimu, and that may be this higher Rishimu that we're talking about. And um, But Chassidus Chabad, clearly, the Atarebbe and all the Rabbeim talk about the Rishimu that we discussed here at length. And um, and then maybe, okay, so that maybe be metavach a little between that Machlekes. Uh, Again, I'm not sure. So, with that, let me just uh, then sum it all up. I said before, but I'll say it again. So, from the Rebbe's vote now, you have another additional vote. Besides the fact that the very yesh of Elam Haza, ultimately, once you megalel in it, then since so we can actually transform this physical world to be megalel in addition to <coughs> to the gili that comes through Eir and Neshama and Giluyim. That the very existence, the, the, the Aesis themselves, as the Rebbe Rashab says, not just the Aesis Amagala, the Eir in the Aesis. Think about that. You know, when you look at a Sefer and it has words, so you could have a situation where you're reading and you don't understand. The words are not revealing to you the message within. Whatever the reason may be. Either they're, either they're garbled or they're jumbled or they're, you know, or you tore the pages so you don't know what the words are really meaning. Then you have, in a normal situation, you read words and you understand what they're saying. In other words, the kalim, the oisius, are seamless channels to express the oir. But the kiddush we're talking about is a lot deeper than that. Not just that lost love and the kavon is that the oisius should be megal the oir. In other words, when you look at Elam Hazah, we shouldn't just see it as a dover b'fniatzme, but it's actually the trees, the birds, the animals, everything, that everything is Megala Lakus. But more than that, that not just the Aesis are Megala, the air in the Aesis, but the Aesis themselves tell us is also Kayachaliki. Because as they, the Aesis are bottled to the air. But here we're saying the Aesis themselves are Mushrish and the Rishimu, which is Mushrish and Kayachagvul, which is Mushrish and Atmus, and Leinoga Bahamat Simsu. So that tells us a certain aspect, as I said, about Dirabit But the Rebbe Zeisofer comes and adds another component in that, that the Rishimu has another element, which is that we need to have the Mitzvah Se'elah. It's not enough Bittl B'Mitzvah. No, it's even the whole Kavon is not just, there's no, there's not just a Bittl B'Mitzvah. There's a Kavon in the very Mitzvah of our existence. That's why you can't, that's why a person cannot be in a Skopan addresses. Has to have bittel, but a bittel that does not does not share. That's why we say im einanili mili, and then inanila atzmi maani. So 
Why im ainanili mili? That sounds like you need ani. Yes, and you absolutely need ani. Because just is only the bitl to everyone else. But you have to have a self. And actually, you start with that. Um, I remember once in a sikha, the Rebbe said, Why don't we say ani moida? So the Rebbe said, Because first you need the hida, and then, but you need the ani as well. So you start with the bitl, the tzimtzum, and then the rishim was like the ani. So that somewhat gives a, I guess it's, you see, you'll find this theme in many, many sikhs of how the Rebbe expected us to be the Rebbe Shluchim, as a shliach has both sides to it. A shliach has to be a atziz bifniatzme, a bardas. If a shliach is a puppet or a clone or so, so bottle of mitzis that he doesn't have any mitzis for atzme, can be a shliach. A shliach can be a ben, can be an evet. It can be anyone that doesn't have a mitzis. It's the bardas bifniatzme. He has to be an independent individual with his own independent intelligence. At the same time, the other extreme, he has to be bottled to the Mishaleach and not change anything. And then, so it's really asking us to be a Dover V'yifuche. It's one thing, okay, you know what? I, I give up, I surrender my whole independence. I have no day of and that's that. But it's not the case. You look at the Rebbe's answers to Shluchim, thousands of answers. Always when they ask questions, in many cases, the Rebbe would say, consult with the people, al Every place has its thing. You don't pass them from a distance. Or the Rebbe couldn't uh, look at Das Elian and figure out what the answer is. But that's not the Kavana. The Kavana is that you have to be al Yes, use the Yisaitis and the methodology that the Rebbe taught us, Chassidus and Taylor teaches us. But you have to be about Das and how, know how to adapt it. I think I told the story with... Um, on Belinitsa, uh, 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 did I tell it here? I remember where I said it somewhere for sure. But I'll repeat it because it fits very well to this story, to this uh, theme. <clears throat> so the Rebbe actually refers to the story in Tov Yud, Yud Aleph, after the Stalkas of the Friedrich Rebbe. So people were asking the Rebbe what to do. And the Rebbe referred a few times, like, you do a sipur with Aaron Belinitsa. He was a chassid and samach tzedek, a chassid a chassid, very distinguished, intelligent, about Talmud Chochem. And a real chassid. The Rebbe Tzemach Sadiq would go often to Petersburg, Petersburg, to deal with the government officials to make life a little easier for the Jews. Once he couldn't go, so he asked Rabban, he said to him, go on my shlichus and uh, deal with the... So the Rebbe Marash was standing there on the side. So Rabban asked the Tzemach Sadiq, what should I do if I have a suffolk? Remember, there was no... Uh, Emails and texting then. You know, if you're away, you're not in the same place. There's no one to ask. You can't ask. No telephones either. So the Rebbe, the answered him, you'll figure it out yourself. You'll build on your own das. You'll think about it and you'll figure it out. He said, das atzmi. That was the Russian. The Rebbe Maraj didn't say anything, but in his mind he thought, okay, Rabban is a fine chassid, but he's also a das atzmi. You know, by chassidim, sometimes the das atzmi looked a little maybe too independent thinking, open, too open-minded. <clears throat> upon him, as I said, the Rebbe Maraj didn't say anything. Aban goes off to Petersburg, fine. He deals with the things, and yes, indeed, he has a suffolk. Something came up. The Rebbe Tzemech Tzedek was by a meal. I'm not sure if it was Shabbos or the weekdays. And everyone sees that Tzemech Tzedek suddenly got quiet. 
And you could see he was, uh, in, you know, in, in, uh, in thought, in deep thought. And he said, Rab'an matetzech in Petterburg. Rab'an is struggling in Petterburg with some issue. And everybody waited. A few minutes passed. And the Tzamech Tzedek uh, smiled and said that he resolved it. And good, good. He did right. In other words, he was mechavan to the Tzamech Tzedek's um, <coughs> intentions. So the Rebbe Marash understood from that Fakert. It was a bigger Chiddush. If Rabban was just a puppet and didn't have Da'az Bifniyat's May, what would be the Chiddush? It's like sending a robot, sending a, someone that doesn't have any Brichira. But that a person should have Da'az Bifniyat's May and be an independent individual, like the Rishimu, in a certain way. Not completely Potomimitsiyas. And still choose with his own Rotson to be bottled, to be a Shliach, and be Machavan to the Rebbe. The Rebbe's thinking is far greater Chiddush because it means that the Rebbe's truth permeates not just people who just don't have another way of thinking. Even a person who independently would, could have thought and came maybe to other conclusions, but he's so, he's so refined himself and he's so uh, trained himself that the Rav, the Talmud, is thinking like the Rav, that's a far bigger Chiddush. Because then that's the real Dirabit Tachtenim because you have the Tachtenim in their Tzir, in their Mitzir, B'Fina and yet, it's a complete Dirilei's Baruch aligned exactly the way the Eberstadt Kavona, which of course will be epitomized in the Gula Mashiach, which the Rebbe promises us will be here any moment. So, our job is to obviously finish the last specs of this, uh, this Aveda. And with that, we conclude the Rishimu. And uh, next week, probably going in order, I'll probably do the Kav. I guess that's the next uh, order. Anyway, everyone have a good day. Thank <laughs> you.